What's up, guys? Welcome back to Burn the Shit, the podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to go all in and connects them with the professionals that can help them do it. Today, our guest is Miss Kara Frankel with Moving Target ATL. Thank you for coming in and talking with us Thanks today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Uh, myself, I actually have a very lengthy career in corporate management. Okay. Um, so I did the whole corporate world for 25 plus years and um, then made a transition about four years ago and got into the entertainment industry, uh, which I have to be careful how I say that. I'm in the adult entertainment industry. <laughs> <laughs> that could be taken the wrong way. Oh, yeah. So um, I joined a company and um, three great op- entrepreneurs here in Georgia, and we had a... Um, a company, entertainment company across the country that had multiple brands. One of those brands were um, the brick and mortar axe throwing. And that's how I got into the industry mm-hmm. and was doing that until obviously COVID hit. And there you go. You got to you gotta figure out what you're going to do next when that happens. Right. Uh, a lot of our locations were not opening up in certain states more um, or certain states were opening faster than others. So um, I was the the lone man standing for a little while and then decided that it was time just to figure out what next was for me. And, um, that's when we decided to like take a risk and be able to go ahead and take that on the road and do it, um, through moving target ATL, open our own company and put it a hundred percent mobile. What were you doing with the other company before that? I was the executive management. I, okay. I was running the country for the different brands, the entertainment brands. Gotcha. So you just came up with the idea to take it to someone. Take it to someone, basically to make the logistics easy. And we were seeing as people were trying to figure out how do we, how do we team build anymore when we can't get together? What right. do we do? How do we make that happen? And a lot of the companies, when we, we started in November doing it mobily, and a lot of the um, the companies were starting to be able to get back together as long as it was outside. Mm-hmm. Or there was the ability to social social distance, and those are the things we could provide by bringing it to their location. I feel like you. So you got into the mobile or the axe throwing in general four years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I we feel did. like that was like before the popularity <laughs> of it. Uh, well, it was. It, it had come to the United States. So um, a little bit of background on axe throwing. Uh, Two thousand and six in Toronto is basically where it started. And all it takes is somebody being um, creative enough to put a target in their backyard Mm. and then start inviting some friends over to have a competition. And they realized that could be bigger. So uh, about 2011, they started their first brick and mortar in Toronto. And um, it went from there. So it got to the United States around 2010, 2011. And um, it actually started grabbing its wings at that point and um, getting very popular and it's just another pastime, but it also became a worldwide sport. So it is an ESPN sport. <laughs> I didn't even know <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yes, it is. It's pretty Dang. crazy. Yes. Yeah. Well, I feel like it is a sport. I haven't done it, but I've been dying to. All of my friends have. Well, and they always have fun We can fun make that happen. It. Yeah, please. <laughs> I would love that. But I was like... Is that dangerous? Like, if something slips, like... No, we're but not going to let it happen. I, yeah. <laughs> and when I think about it, though, I'm like, there's people there that are training you how to right. do it. So, worst case scenario, what? You drop it behind your head? Oh, no, we're not going to let that happen either. No. <laughs> You've got somebody with you at all times making okay, sure that good. won't happen. Yeah. That's what I need. So, it's all about the coach and, and who's there to, to make sure you're safe as well as having a great time. Yeah. It's awesome that you're able to take it to other parties and events and stuff because, I mean... If you're having like a big bridal, like a party, like a wedding shower or something at the house, you could just 
pull up and right. have a good time. <laughs> Basically, if there's something you could think of of a celebration, we've probably already done it or we're booked to do it. So um, we're, we're learning as we go. We just kind of manipulate whatever the game model is to wherever we are or what they're looking for. Yeah, so and work you- with the host. Got it. Yeah. And you probably have been super busy lately because it's we nice have. weather, <laughs> even though it is hot as heck outside yeah, it right is. now. Yes, it is. But it also was very cold in November and we were very busy yeah. then too. So you oh, never, cool. yeah, it goes year round for some reason. People are okay with doing that. Hey, that's awesome. So what do you feel like um, you've learned? What's a skill that you feel like you've learned in developing this business? I think a lot of that comes from life lessons that you mm-hmm. carry along with you into business and um, I was fortunate enough to have some amazing parents that I don't have anymore. But one of the life lessons that my dad always taught me is you do not get to pick your cards in life. So take the hand that you have and play the hell out of them. And with that, I've learned to be able to pivot very well and be very resilient. And that's it goes from parenting, just my, my personal life all the way around, no matter what pe- things are thrown at me, I got to figure out a way to be able to get around them. Mm-hmm. So instead of being a victim, just being able to take that as an opportunity and an obstacle and how do we get past it? So I think that's the biggest thing. And with COVID, many of us had to pivot really yeah. fast and change businesses into ways that we never thought. Um, I mean, who thought that nobody would go inside to eat dinner anymore? Right. So you would all, always do it as a takeout or you would do it through a drive-through and wait very long times in those drive-throughs. But we all have to do that. And when you have something like a pandemic that came down, it's like, well, how do we make it happen? How do we keep the fun going? Um, and how do we make it logistically easy? And by that, we had to just kind of turn on a dime and figure it out. And we're still figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> day by day, we're still figuring it out. That's exactly what your dad said, is you don't know what right? life's going to throw at you. And uh, COVID was definitely one of those it things. threw it at all of us really hard. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So what made you get out of the corporate world and get into the axe throwing? Honestly, I think it was a long time coming. Um, it was I was good at the, the executive management part of it, mm. but I never felt fulfilled. And when I started thinking about what is next and what am I going to do and do I want to go back into the corporate world because... When COVID hit, that seemed like that was going to be the logical thing to do. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. And it just didn't seem very fun. Like, I didn't like it when I was doing it, but I did it for making a good living and and providing for a family that I had. So started looking for other jobs, like, where am I going to go next? Mm -hmm. And my husband actually said, hey, you know what? We could... We could make this happen. You know, you, you've run other people's companies for a long time. Yeah. Do it for yourself. You can do this. So it kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone a little bit and said, we can make this happen. And the logic in me said, I don't have a job. Yeah. <laughs> so without a job, now I'm going to open a business. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> so, um, but that's what we did. And we did it very quickly. So those conversations started in, in August and um, November 1, we started moving really fast with already having bookings before we were even built and ready and ready to go. That's awesome. Yeah, it worked. (laughs) Because that's the scariest part for people, uh, these upcoming entrepreneurs that are our audience, is getting out of the corporate world and the the nine to five and doing what you're passionate about and something that you actually, you go in wanting to do it every day. You do, and you want to do it. And it's it's hard to let go of that security and knowing, hey, I'm going to get that same paycheck every week. I've just got to come to work. And that is, it's it's definitely taken a leap of faith. Yeah, because in that, in that space between going from a nine to five and like looking, like trying to develop what you want to do, that's so scary, <laughs> right? that middle process. <laughs> it is. Which causes a lot of people to bail out and just 
resort back to what they've always been doing. Right. Yes, absolutely. I think it's just, uh, and then you always have to look at the, the financial aspects. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a lot that it takes to get into a business. So finding the right mentors and finding people that have done that, I think is the best way to go versus just trying to just figure it out on your own. There's people out there that'll help. Yeah. And if they trust you, then they'll invest in you. Right. Right. Which that's the key to opening up a business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, people don't have the financial stability just to be able to do it. Right. Exactly. Just throw it out there. Well, if you got that kind of money, then I think you're good. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do you feel like the resilience factor of your life has just made your business easier? How do you think, think that so. other people can develop resiliency? I think the first time it is just taking a risk. Um, once you see that you've taken a risk and it's it's paying itself off, then I, you get such a um, a feel of satisfaction of I did this. And I find myself even now I'll see a, see our unit and I'll go, you know, we did this, we did this, we took a risk, and look what's happening. And we're at the point of expansion in a lot faster time frame than we were prepared for. Um, but we're we're able to help other entrepreneurs now. We're opening up our second location with a couple of entre- entrepreneurs from the South Side, and we're going to go ahead and expand across the state in the same way. That's so, so cool. And other people do it as well because yeah. it's already figured out. <laughs> All right. of the hard part's been done, and it's tried and true, and it's profitable. Yeah. So I mean, that's the hard part is when you know that the end result's going to be somebody's figured this out, and they just want to help it happen then it's a lot easier to jump into. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing that you guys are already expanding and you didn't start until November 1st. Right. Which is my birthday, by the way. Oh, I will remember that now. (laughs) You can come on my birthday. We'll throw a party. Anniversary party. There we go. Beautiful. Got to put that together. Celebrate you guys and me at the same time. Yes. (laughs) But that's really cool that you have, your business has really taken off like that. I think that it is nice to not, have to go into somewhere and just have it come to you. I think and that's some of the things when we had the brick and mortar locations is people would come and try to get a company together because our biggest part of our business right now is corporate business mm-hmm. and, um, and team builders. And when they would try to make it happen and get the logistics of getting 20, 40, 60 people to one location with Atlanta traffic, um, people's schedules, just the hecticness of life. And people would be late. And then it was almost like you were you were going to somewhere fun and somewhere to have a escape and a release. But there were also a lot of challenges of getting there. And then yeah. you were already frustrated. So you're overcoming somebody that's already in not the right frame of mind to have a great time before they even get there. And it's really nice now because we can drive up into a parking lot of a business. The people usually have a catered lunch for their people. And then they say, hey, guess what? Let's go outside and we're going to yeah. have some fun. And they're already there. And it... It's just simple, easy, and it's all in one. We, we can do it for them. Do you do, do you have a certain location, say, like the Buck and Goat Brewery? Um, mm-hmm. Just places that you go like once a week? Um, not that quite that often. We usually, we've got quite a few business partnerships, so that's a whole different part of our business. Um, we have private parties. We have business partnerships. We have corporate events. Uh, pretty much you name it again that we can do it. But when we do the partnerships, we can partner with other breweries, vineyards. We do Qualusi Vineyards here very frequently. Where is it? Um, Qualusi is right down the road from you. Okay. okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> Best kept secret. Okay. There's a plug for Qualusi. Um, beautiful vineyard right down the street. So we're, we're, we're very active with them as well. And that actually came through the Ackworth Business Association partnership one time. Oh, cool. And we in, met there. 
and they've had us there ever since. So we go with them usually about a couple of times a month. We're at different locations like that. And then people come and just enjoy it while they're in a great place. So, I mean, what better job when you can be at a vineyard or a brewery or at a (laughs) private party with a whole lot of cool people? Yeah, that's so cool. I'm going to have to check that place out. Oh, maybe it's when, fun. Maybe when you guys are there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you can throw axes for the first time. Love it. Right. And you'll guide me through that process. Of course <laughs> the worst thing would be being intoxicated and throwing an axe. I can't imagine that that's a good experience for you. Well, we, we've seen it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the, probably the most common thing we hear is, oh, axes and alcohol. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. But we have, mm-hmm. a, we have a lot of safety guards in place. So litmus test, if you can't, if you look down at the stairs to try to get up onto our unit, we're probably going to introduce you to cornhole or Jenga. We're not going to put you, we're not going to give you a sharp object and tell you to throw it at a wall. Let me give you a better alternative Right. For this. We can keep you having fun. It just won't be with axes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a liability. Right, yeah, absolutely. Do you have to sign, because I've never been axed, right? Um, Do you have to sign any sort of waivers? Of course, yes. There's always a waiver. Um, And again, with four years' experience behind me, basically everything that's in the waiver has happened at some point as long as I've been involved in this. So it does cover everything that could happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But the the real end result is going to be you're as safe as the people that are running the event for you and that's one thing that we pride ourselves on is we put safety first beyond everything else even our build out of our unit was done specifically to be on unit only and not ground throwing or not having any expandable walls where you have axes that are walking around freely okay you can't control people's actions when they're holding an axe right and you're not managing that yeah so have you seen other companies that have not been so diligent with their safety yes (laughs) yes we have that's one of the reasons why we really did want to um to stay true to what we wanted our unit to look like and our 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 standards there yeah well yeah. good <laughs> keep us, we weren't gonna give on that yeah keep us safe right so do you so you're growing right now um, we are do you see yourself expanding like nationwide or do you want to keep it more We're gonna start in, in Georgia. Georgia yeah Georgia southeast would probably be good but um, right now it's Georgia so we're going to be able to have um, partnerships where people start their own LLCs they can be their own business owners but they can step into a turnkey business where once it's started, it's theirs, and they can run it under an operating procedure with us um, so that our branding stays stays um, consistent mm-hmm. and what we've built stays consistent. But at that point, um, everybody having a 60-mile first right of refusal so they have their own territory because the units that we have are very well built, very large. Um, and with that, we want to make sure that everybody feels comfortable driving it. It's a, it's a bear to be able to drive that thing 70, 80 miles one way. So that's what we don't want to do. We want to have smaller territories that each unit can, there's enough business to go around. So each, each unit can kind of stay in their area and make it a lot easier of a business to run. Some people will do this on the side and do it as a side hustle. Mm -hmm. And some will do it, jump in and do it full time. So like a franchise? Uh, Ish. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, more business business partnerships from a parent company down. Got it. That's There's a awesome. lot more involved in the whole franchising. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that same type of concept, but they would be running their own business. Okay, that's super cool. So we're going to expand. We're going to keep it local for now. 
So if anybody is in this area and needs a good uh, stress relief and a good time (laughs) throwing some axes, they can call you. Absolutely, yes. So if you weren't doing this, do you think that you would still be in the corporate world? Uh, Probably so. Yeah. And not happy going to work every day. (laughs) The beauty of what we do is our schedule is what I make it. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, that's easy to say. We have always said that we all, we will work when we want to, but then when you have other people calling and wanting those ex- those experiences or wanting that event, we add on more than we probably want to work right now. Yeah. But because um, that slows down the process of being able to expand, so we're trying to scale back just a tad so that we can um, make other people get started in their units as well. Yeah, that's nice that you have that ability though to kind of back up a little bit. Right. We to have to help others. <laughs> we yeah. have to. Yeah. There's well, only that's... so many hours in the day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know you've got to be slammed because this is just a great idea for yeah, a company. It's working very well. Yeah. There's a few other locations in, what is there, one in downtown Ackworth or is it downtown Hiram? Downtown Dallas. There you go. Yeah, Dallas. There's, there's yeah. one of those cities yeah, around there's, here. Um, and they have a mobile unit as well. Okay. Um, I, we're a little more farther reachable because mm-hmm. we'll go farther than 15 miles out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's going to be other units out there. Uh, yeah. We always say if it's not a red cage, it's not us because we really do pride ourselves in the quality. Um, we didn't take any shortcuts, mm-hmm. so we didn't do it. Any, we didn't do it cheaply. We didn't do it um, like, oh, we'll build on. We decided, hey, we're going to do it. We're going to do it right from the start. So we wanted to be able to be known for that quality from the mm-hmm. time that the phone rings or that a quote request comes through, you get immediate contact, immediate connection, and we make it less transactional and way more relational. And that's different than probably what you're going to see. Trying right. To, trying that to figure out the you. industry and then trying to figure out the industry on wheels, mm-hmm. it's two totally different bears. Yeah, so that so. separates you from your competitors. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. That's something that you have yes. to have. I right. Mean, that's like with us, um, we do payment processing for companies. And what is so different about us is that we don't have contracts with any of our merchants. Mm-hmm. And we have lower rates than every, basically every other company out there. Set and, yourself apart. Yeah, and we pride ourselves on the relationships that we build with our merchants because it'll never be a, we're going to set you up, we're going to set up an account, and then that's it. Good mm-hmm. luck. Like, we don't do that. We send referrals to almost all of our merchants. Like That's fantastic. Constantly. And just keeping connecting with them. If I go to a networking event, I'll share it with you. If you like to network, like, right. all those little things just builds mm-hmm. relationships because then it's easy to refer you out to other people. Right. And, I mean, that's the name of the game. In the networking, it may not be who you need. It could be who you know that needs whatever the person is that you have right. met is selling. Yeah, absolutely. So, so how can people book you? Um, the best way is to go onto our website. So it's really easy, www.movingtargetatl.com. And it gives you a plethora of information. We did a really good job with the website, have a great web girl that works with us. And um, a lot of the answers are there, but it also has an easy, quick link on how to get a quote. And when that comes over, I'm immediately going to get it. So if that quote comes over at 11 o'clock at night, I'm probably going to get it to you by 11.15. So when you have it, when you wake up in the morning. But um, more than that, it's just not going to be something that we will let people book online because Mm -hmm. what we do does have a lot of logistics to it. We have to make sure we can get to you. We can clear you. You have a flat place for us to be able to set up. So that connection is a lot more. And again, that relationship starts immediately because we have to make sure that it's a good fit for where you want us to be and that we can get where you want us to be. That's awesome. 
Well, yeah, everybody go Booker. Uh, well, <laughs> maybe if you're not too busy. <laughs> yeah, at least try. But we're booking into December now. So okay. it, it's, yeah, people are starting to really think about their holiday events with their yeah. companies because last year we had quite a few. I mean, our bus- we were busy right off the bat last year and now some of those um, – other COVID things are starting to lift, which is going to be good. So we yeah, should have a really... Yeah, please. I'm so over it. I know. Like, I <laughs> I think everybody's a little over it. Yeah. But the like... good thing is, it's like, even though people can go into places now, mm. it's just easier to have somebody come to you. Yeah, so you absolutely. you think about it. You can yeah. do all the work and you can enjoy it. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about the guidelines that go into right. going into somewhere. Right, exactly. But we do. We follow whatever the... We do a lot of universities and a couple of months back, they'd still have a lot of masks mandates that we'd have to be able to, to do as well when we were on their property. But Mm -hmm. we just follow the lead of whoever's the host. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool that you developed your business during COVID because I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs kind of came up that way, which I think would be. They did. (laughs) They didn't have another option. Right. Right. And again, you pivot. Yeah. (laughs) You either pivot or you die. Like one or the other. You don't really have many choices. Right. Well, that's great. Thank you so much for coming in and talking with us. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. So tell us one more time why somebody needs to burn their ship, go all in, Hernan Cortez it, burn their (laughs) ship down so nobody can go back. I mean, the gain of what you get, being able to know that you have the pride of building something that you know was you and starts with you, it ends with you, and you make it what you want it. I mean, I think anytime you go into business for yourself, it's just... It's no different than anything else. You get what you give. So if you think you're going to just open your doors and you're going to be a millionaire tomorrow and that's what your goal is, it's not going to work and you're going to be disappointed. So go in realistically, um, but go in. There's nothing. I mean, it's scary, but it's a good scary because on the end, you could be very successful and very proud of yourself. That's great. Well, yeah, thank you so much. And y'all reach out. Go to... A movingtargetatl.com and Absolutely. get a quote and have Check a good out. time. Check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook at movingtargetatl. You see a lot of our videos, a lot of our events, and just how much fun it really is. We tailor it to each different event. So it's it's a it's a good a good time no matter what your event is. Yeah. And I am looking forward to having you come to Buck and Goat, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> have a good time there. So thank you so much for coming in. Thank I really you for appreciate having me. you. Guys. I appreciate it. All right. Bye guys. Bye.